Hey, Tony. Yeah. Do you know what they call this section before we actually start the show and we're talking back and forth? No, what do they call it? It's a cold open. A <laughs> cold open. Well, since we're in Minnesota, uh, we should probably call it a really cold open. Right, you are. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello and welcome back to Paladin Financial Talk. My name is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial and our lovely co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. And we're here this morning. We're going to talk about some exciting things related to IRA rollovers and IRA transfers. And some people might not be familiar with the difference. So we're going to jump right into that. Are you excited about that, Tony? Well, yeah, you used the word exciting and then you said IRA rollovers. <laughs> Do you realize that, Jeff? <laughs> come on. Come uh, on. This is good. This is good stuff. <laughs> well, it is. Well, it's important for sure. I, I just uh, want to find the right adjective to use there. Uh, exciting. Uh, it is exciting when you can save money. You have a point. Yeah. And uh, when you can successfully plan for retirement, that is exciting, especially as as we get older. And of course, time flies. Uh, the older I get, uh, the faster it goes. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about this topic. This should be a good show. Obviously, a lot of us, most people I know have a 401k or an IRA uh, and they need to know what to do with this stuff. So I'm glad we're going to dig into that today. I know this is something you help people do all the time, Jeff. Uh, so this is something you're dealing with every day and you can help us out. But before we get into that, I have to ask Paladin Financial, you guys have been really busy. You've been doing uh, seminars, you've been meeting with folks, right? Yeah, busy time of year for us and uh, on the personal home front, some exciting news as well. We just oh. announced this week that uh, our son Jax is going to be a, a big brother in uh, this coming year. So we're very excited about that. That is excellent. I'm so happy for you and Nikki, and uh, I bet Jax is excited. Yes, yep. We're does gonna, he know? He does, yep. We told him first, and uh, he was he was excited about it and a little bit confused and questions and whatnot. Well, sure. So. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> I'm confused myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's asking a lot of questions, I bet, that you're like, hey, Nikki, come in here. <laughs> Jax has a question for you, right. and then you disappear. Right. I got to take out the trash, even though I just took it out yesterday. I need to take it out again. Well, uh, that's excellent. And thanks for sharing that with us and uh, the listeners out there. That's really big news. I know you're happy. And uh, you and Nikki, you're, you're great parents. And I know how much you enjoy Jack. So this will be this will be great for you. And, you know, I have three kids and going from one to two, not a big deal. Yeah. Not a big deal. In fact, two is in some ways it's better uh, it gives Jax a, a, a playmate there, and you guys will really uh, do well with that. Now, the problem is, though, going from two to three. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I had no idea. We thought, well, it was so easy to go from one to two, no problem. Uh, but uh, then uh, we go from two to three, and the problem there, Jeff, is you have to switch from 
Uh, you can't do the man-on-man defense. you got to switch zone. to a zone, zone D, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're outnumbered. But uh, congratulations. Now, back to our topic for today, rollover precautions. Um, uh, you know, obviously, there's uh, there's rollovers, uh, and that's where you take the money and, and, and put it in, like, from a 401k to an IRA. Is that right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. We'll talk about the difference between a, an IRA rollover and an IRA transfer. And many people are, are well-versed in what qualifies as a rollover, but there still are a number of pitfalls that can be problematic as you look to roll over some retirement funds. So we're going to walk through a number of precautions you should take. And uh, there's a, an article called the 10 IRA rollover rules you need to know. And uh, that's on balance.com. There's a lot of resources out there, but that's one we reference here as, as kind of a guide for today to uh, start talking about some of the precautions to think about. So we'll uh, we'll dive right in. And uh, for many people, the, the first time that you interacted with the concept of a rollover is when you switched employers and you're looking into what you should do with the funds in your employer-sponsored plan, for example, a 401k. So you're leaving job A, going to job B. And most plans allow you to roll over your funds once you leave a company, but there are a few that allow you to remove funds while you're still employed at the company. So you're still working, you're still contributing, and there are rules around that. You have to be at least age 59 and a half if the plan does offer that flexibility. But that's one of the things that we'll talk about here. Interesting. So uh, there are a lot of pitfalls and, and rules and things you have to avoid or know about. Uh, so this is really important. Um, so obviously, um, there are a lot of different aspects to this that I may not understand. Uh, uh, it's a very chaotic time if you're changing jobs or new colleagues or you're moving companies or you're looking to retire. Uh, you have to start thinking about this stuff, right? Exactly. Yep. And uh, even again, while you're still working at a current employer, what I was referring to there is called an in-service distribution. So you're taking, you're rolling funds out of that plan into an IRA. And the best way to find out if your plan allows this is to contact your plan sponsor and ask. A pretty simple question. And if so, you may be able to roll over a portion of your funds into a, an IRA without leaving the company and you're still making contributions. So why would somebody consider an in-service distribution? Why would I want to do that? Uh, many reasons. The most common reason is to, again, move those assets into a more flexible IRA. So perhaps your current 401k doesn't have the type or the style of investments that you desire. And this gives you a lot more options to expand the diversification of your portfolio. So Tony, a lot of 401ks and similar employer-sponsored plans, they're more focused on what I would call the accumulation phase. So they're for, for younger folks that are trying to build money and grow and you see 45 different options on things that you could diversify into to grow your money, sure. but they don't have very many options when it comes to the other side of preserving assets, potentially taking income and looking at you're about to retire, the game has, has changed. So um, rolling over into an IRA, you have the whole universe of investment options out there. Yeah. So there's a lot more flexibility and control that you personally have or working with someone like yourself, you're able to do uh, that you can't do within a, a 401k work-based plan. That's that's a great point. Um, but does every 401k have that in-service option? They don't. No. So you'll, you again, want to make sure that you're 
doing the best you can with the options that are within the plan if you can't move those assets. And some people find that when they leave a company, go from company A to B, it makes sense to roll over the funds uh, into an IRA, again, to have that flexibility. So this also opens you up to some tax obligations we'll talk about today. So you wanna tread carefully. You may have heard about the 60-day rule, and that applies to rollovers of retirement plans into IRAs or IRA to IRA transfers as well, because there are different ways of going about that. Sure. So what is that 60-day rule? It refers to the the tax-free grace period that you have between withdrawing funds from one IRA and depositing them into another, for example. And if you don't complete that task within 60 days, the transaction will be taxed. So you might have 100,000 or several hundred thousand of, of assets that you're going to have as taxable income if you don't do that correctly. So you want to make sure you know what you're doing with that. And that's something that we can help you out. Now, with employer-sponsored plans, you can avoid tax on a rollover and do what's called a direct rollover, where the, the check from your plan is made directly to the custodian of your new IRA. And I've seen folks over the years where they try to do the indirect rollover, they get the money in hand, and I've seen people that have had accidents or in the hospital or something comes up and they miss that 60 days. So we want, we don't want to have that happen. Yeah, no, that would be, that sounds bad. It's, <laughs> it's bad. not good. Yeah. Not good. So you have to be aware of that 60 day rule. Uh, that sounds great. Now, if people out there, I'm sure they're like me saying, Hey, I don't want to mess up. Uh, I don't want to lose out. So I need some help with this. If somebody out there is listening and they want to get a hold of you, how do they how do they do that, Jeff? Yeah, give us a call at 877-219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com. And you can also send us an email if you have a question at info at financialpaladin.com. All right, that sounds great. So Jeff, these tax implications you're talking about, uh, Tell us more about that, because I think that's a big part of IRAs, isn't it? It is, yeah. So we talked about the 60-day rule. So if you withdraw funds from an IRA and you have them in your possession, doesn't matter what you do with them, they might be just sitting there in an account, you keep them beyond that 60-day grace period without an extension from the IRS, that will be treated as ordinary income. And it doesn't matter, again, if you use the funds or not. So you receive a check and you don't even cash it, you don't even forward it, that's the issue. So within that 60-day time frame, it's a a hot potato. Sure. Um, So that, of course, means your IRA withdrawal will end up on your tax return and any taxable amounts are subject to your ordinary income tax rates. And if you're under 59 and a half at that point, you'd also have a 10% penalty from the IRS as well just to kick you wow. while you're down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's handy. Uh, so obviously we need to be not only well aware of these implications, and I think you've covered that 60 day rule, but uh, you know, when you make any withdrawals from your IRA, that's why it's important to work with somebody like yourself, isn't it? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Even if you follow that 60 day rule, you may face tax consequences to an indirect rollover if it's within one year of your most recent rollover. So for example, if you take the money, it's payable to you, you have a check made out to you and you do that and you uh, redeposit that into another institution. You can only do that once a year. 
So on its website, the IRS notes that you must disclose the gross income amount of a second or a third IRA to IRA rollover in that 12-month period. So you might be required, again, to pay that 10% penalty if you're under age 59 and a half. Ooh. So tread carefully. You, you Moving out of a retirement plan gives you some additional flexibility, but you got to make sure that you're doing it correctly. Well, those types of penalties, they, they could have a huge negative impact on your savings. They can, definitely. It, but it's important to note some transactions, including rollover distributions from your employer plans or from IRAs to Roth IRAs are not required to follow that one-year waiting rule. So talking with us, we can help you to navigate that. We want you to be able to take advantage of the options you want for your assets and not be stuck in something that you're not happy with, Sure, but make sure you're doing it correctly. Well, yeah. And you mentioned, you mentioned the word trans IRA transfer. You've been talking about rollovers, but tell us more about an IRA transfer. Yep. Is that different? Yeah, similar to a, a direct IRA rollover, a transfer is when you move an IRA from one institution to another without ever accessing the funds yourself. So transfer is IRA to IRA in this example. If you aren't planning to use any of those funds that you're withdrawing and your sole intention is just to move them into another IRA, a transfer is the best option. You're not receiving a check made payable to you it's payable to the new institution that it's going to. Sure. So it's typically easier to execute than a rollover. You don't have to worry about messing it up as much and reduces your risk. Sure. So are there any rules or regulations then when it comes to these transfers that we should know about? Yes. The biggest one is you're, you must be moving the funds between two accounts of the same type. So for example, IRA to IRA or Roth to Roth. Sure. Sure. And, and you want to make sure you're doing this correctly. Uh, obviously, uh, you want to be protected from making a mistake and violating that 60-day rule you're talking about. Correct. Yep. And another benefit, benefit of that, Tony, is that they're non-reportable. You can transfer as often as you like with no limits or restrictions. You don't have to worry about that one-year rule as well. So we spent a lot of time discussing rollovers from employer plans to other IRAs, and we're going to switch gears here now and talk about rollovers at other stages in your retirement journey. Well, okay. So let's do that. Um, uh, you're talking about tax-exempt rollovers. Is there an age limit uh, to make those rollovers? Absolutely not. There is no age limit, but there are some additional considerations. So if you've reached age 70 and a half and you're now subject to taking your annual required minimum distributions or RMDs, you, you need to be aware that you can't roll your RMD amount over. So if you have to take a required minimum distribution for that year and you want to roll that from a 401k to an IRA, you have to take that money out before you do that rollover. So okay. Um, just make sure you're, you're paying attention to that. Again, those are the kind of things that we help our clients navigate, make sure, sure you're, you're doing that correctly. Uh, one of the things to, to keep in mind with required minimum distributions, if you don't do that correctly, it's the biggest penalty the IRS offers us. So you don't want to sign up for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to avoid those huge IRS penalties. And if it's the biggest, it's got to be huge. And uh, you said RMD. I've, I've heard you mention RMDs before, and I always thought it stood for really massive donut. 
<laughs> and maybe that's just my mindset. But you're saying required minimum distributions. Uh, correct. Yes. Of your, the, the of latter, your, the latter, not the former. Uh, of your correct. tax deferred yep. retirement accounts, like IRAs and 401ks <laughs> and things. Okay. Uh, what are some other things we need to keep in mind? Yeah. Make sure you're aware of your options and you look at them at least annually. Again, I talked in the beginning, a lot of 401k plans are great. A lot are not, or they right. don't have as many options sure. uh, to choose from. So you can be properly diversified, particularly looking at your, your age and how close you are to retirement. So over time you might acquire funds that can be rolled over into an IRA. And some examples of that, you might inherit some assets from a deceased spouse or other qualified plans, tax sheltered annuity plans, government deferred compensation plans, uh, such as 457 plans. What's a 457 plan? Uh, so they're, what they are is they're a little bit of a different animal. The, there are different types of those, but in general, they're non-qualified, unfunded, deferred compensation plans. So there's some similarities with 401k plans. And they're established by typically state and local governments and uh, tax-exempt employers. So there's different categories there. So they're, again, similar to other retirement savings plans like 401ks, and they also allow for pre-tax contributions and the taxes deferred until you retire or take distributions. Wow. Okay. So, and I know there's, I'm sure there's a lot uh, to understand about 457 plans, but we're running out of time here in this show. So I just want to, you know, maybe you could sum it all up for us. Uh, there is a lot we need to consider with retirement plans and potential rollovers, right? There is. Yes. Yep, there is. It's difficult to know all the ins and outs when it comes to the rules and regulations. That's what we do. So working with us, we can help you to navigate some of these issues, make sure you have the best options available for your assets, for your hard-earned money, and look at your options and, and know what to do from there. All right. Well, as usual, our time has just flown by. Uh, the time's up for this show. Is there anything else you want to share with us or our listeners, Jeff, before we go? Yeah, I encourage you to give us a call. One of the biggest things that we can provide you with is peace of mind. Uh, we offer a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan. So you come in, bring in the information that we need to review and give you a second opinion. And we'll have a second meeting to review that with you and give you some recommendations on how to improve things. If you'd like to do that yourself, or if you would like our help, we can go through options on how we can do that and what services we would provide. So give us a call, come in for a complimentary second opinion and uh, see how we can help you out. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Great show today. Lots of important information. There's a lot of mistakes that we could make uh, if we don't work with somebody like yourself uh, to help us avoid those and make sure we handle our 401ks, IRAs, and things of that nature correctly. Um, what's that phone number that our listeners can call, though, before we go, if they want to set up that complimentary consultation? It's uh, 877-219-3199, or you can visit us at financialpaladin.com, and we look forward to hearing from you. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our amazing host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. 
Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.